Dominicano soy De mis raíces no voy a olvidarme Tengo una tierra tan linda y tan grande Que me la dio la gracia de Dios Dominicano soy Dominicano Happy Friday, happy Friday, happy Friday. May 14th, 2021. All right. Uh, today, today we're going to talk about my dad. My dad. I think I started telling you guys, gals, about my dad a little bit. My dad is from the Dominican Republic. Um had me when he was about 18 years old. I think he might have just turned 18. Um, I came to the United States when he was maybe 16 or 17 years old. Maybe 1972, 1971 around there. Um, but my dad, my dad, he's a great guy. Like I said, I wanted to be like him when I grew up. Who else, who else can you respect and admire? A man that came from the mountains of the Dominican Republic, a small town called Villa Trina in Moca. Um, so he came here to the United States when he was about 16, 17 years old Um, had a 6th grade education in the mountains my grandfather apparently from what I hear was a coffee bean grower so my dad didn't have it like I want to say they were middle class but they were doing better than a lot of people in his little town that he the little town that he was in from what I can remember he, my grandmother and grandfather's house in Villatrina was the only house that had indoor plumbing at the time and that was a big thing um, but getting back to my dad my dad um came to the United States with a sixth grade education and you know I admire him he did a lot of things he he wasn't a CEO or a CFO or anything of that extent for a huge major corporation or a company but he he defended himself he took care of himself he took care of the family he he knew what needed to get done in order for him to progress and make it and leave a legacy for for me and my siblings. Um, so the first memories I have of my dad, you know, was one of the memories I have of my dad was I remember I lost a tooth I must have been maybe four years old 
lost a tooth. My dad worked for the, this, this department store called Robbins. And he came home with a roll of nickels, which is about five bucks, because I lost my roll. Of, I, I lost my tooth. You know, as a kid, you don't appreciate it because it's a handful of nickels, you know. But as an adult, you're like, wow, you know, that that was a lot. Um, so that's one of the first memories I have of my dad. Um, I remember he was, or not was, he is, because um, he's not passed away. He's still around. Um, he's He's always been the life of the party. Um, he is, uh, every weekend that I can remember, not every weekend, but the majority of the weekends in the apartment in Queens, there was always a get together. My dad had the turntables, the big speakers, and it was a get together, but it ended up being a party. Um, so it was, it was great, you know. Um, he'd uh, facilitate these get-togethers with my uncles, his cousins, you know, anybody, his brothers, my grandmother, um, neighbors, so forth. And he'd get everything going. Um, he was the life of the party. He's always been the life of the party. Always tells jokes. Always funny. Always smiling. You know. But. Excuse me. Um, he. He knows how to have a great time. And I'm completely the opposite. I am not the life of the party. I might be a class clown or something to that extent. But. I am far from the life of a party. I barely even party. Um, but that's one of the, the, like, getting back to that, that first memory, that's the first memory I have of my dad. Um, he used to take us, when it wasn't party at my house on Saturdays or whatever day it was, it's usually, usually on a Saturday. On Sundays, we'd go to, in the spring and the summertime, was uh, go to Flushing Meadow Park. And it was barbecue time. Every other week or whatever it was, we'd be at the at Flushing Meadow Park, go to Western Beef, buy a bunch of steaks, buy a bunch of beers. The beers wasn't for us, but the beers were for them. Um, barbecue in the park, play dominoes, and just have a great old time. Um, I remember he if he went with his friends or whatever it was, he'd be playing softball with his friends. Um, but, you know, I admire him. Like I said, he came to the United States with a sixth grade education. And now he made a lot for himself. He did a lot for himself. He did a lot to get the family established. He brought my grandmother to the United States, he brought my grandfather to the United States, a lot of my uncles, a lot of my aunts, because you know when you're someone out of the United States without a visa, you have to ask permission to bring them in, and my dad was that person. My dad was the go-to. Um, 
but I, uh, I remember going to the Dominican Republic with my dad, like I said, in that one of those episodes, um, and I remember going to the town where he was born and, or when I was born and lived, and everybody treats him like a king, like he's royalty, you know, and it's like, it's great, um, to have that feeling, um, but, um, what else can I say about this? What else can I say about this? Man, um, he was someone who inspired and pushed me. He's the reason why I am the way I am today. He, in his own little way, he kind of, I want to say reverse psychology, Push me to be the person that I am today would always say something to the stand. Oh, okay, yeah, well, some of us aren't built for that. Um, but he's one of the reasons that I like to prove people wrong. Um, and that's what I want to say. This episode's really about my dad, but the same thing, it's the same turnaround, it's about proving people wrong. Um, and when I mean proving people wrong, I don't mean like, oh, yeah, I'm right, you're wrong, ha, 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 ha. It's more like, hey, um, you know, you're you're destined for being a janitor. And you, you end up being something greater than that is. Not that there's something, there's nothing, there's something wrong with being a janitor, because that's what my dad was. He was basically a janitor um, for for a company, you know, and um, he he made his money. He worked and he made his money and he left and he retired when he was 51. But um, in the same turnaround, um, my dad always pushed me in the sense of, um, you know, he knows and he knew that we could, we, well, I could speak, I know I, when I was in school, it was either B pluses or A's. It was nothing lower than that. Um, but he's the reason why, you know, even with little effort, it was B pluses. It's because a um, little strict and stern at the beginning. And then it was a, hey, um, uh, why don't you just get ready to go work at McDonald's for your rest of your life because... Um, that's all you're destined for. No, I'm not destined to work at McDonald's. Not that there's anything wrong with working at McDonald's, but that wasn't the path that I wanted to go on. Uh, but my dad was always a hard-working individual. He'd, he'd work and work and work. I never saw the man call out or not show up to work because he was sick or something to that extent. He went on good days. He went on bad days. He went when it snowed. He went when it rained. You know, he went whenever, however he had to get there. He did whatever he do, needed to do to go to work. Um, that's where I learned my values on making sure that I come to work every day because, I, like I said, I admire the man. He's somebody that I admire and I wanted to strive to be like. Um, 
I learned the work now and kind of party later attitude and mentality because now since he's since he turned 51 and guess what it's just been sitting home and just relaxing and not caring um the way i see it is the average person the average adult lives up until their 70s 80s tops so we retire when we're 65 so what does that tell us that tells us 80 minus 65 is 15 we work from when we're let's say 20 because we don't we all work before that but let's call it 20 from 20 to 65 that's 45 years we work 45 years to enjoy 15 years of our life from my understanding that's one-fourth of what we worked to enjoy our life that's not right so that's why I I, I my dad you know I respect him I I admire him he did a lot for us um, uh, I remember him working a lot um, he never really took me to work I guess he wasn't he didn't want that to be for me um, but um, I do remember him at home all the time um, it wasn't given to us everything that we wanted he gave us everything that we needed he gave us the roof over our head he gave us the clothing that we needed he gave us the food that we needed to eat not that we wanted to eat but that we needed to eat you know it wasn't every day like i said um every sunday was well not every sunday so a lot of sundays was going to my grandmother's house um to go pick me up sometimes but we go to my grandmother's house and getting off on Astoria Boulevard you always prayed that he pulled into that Burger King parking lot so we could have Burger King on the way home or when we got home he'd say all right or when we left earlier than normal all right go down to the Chinese place and get some tostone with spare rib tips or whatever it is or whenever something went on sale at McDonald's head over to McDonald's and go buy McChickens because they were a dollar a piece or so forth, you know. You know, he he knew how to pamper us. He knew what we wanted, you know. It wasn't all, you know, kids and a lot of people always thrive on while they're growing up. You know, it's, oh, it's all the bad times and all this and all that and my dad did this and my dad did that. No, um, I grow... Living now, I, I do appreciate everything that my dad did for for me and for everyone in my household. He was a great guy. He is a great guy, you know. I call him almost every day and I find out what's going on with him. Um, I just wish that I could have that in the future with my grandkids and my daughter. That way, you know, I believe in that tradition. Um what else can I say about my dad? Um, I know he loves us very much. I know he loved his mother very much. I know he loved his sister very much. He's a very family man. He didn't show much feelings when we were younger. It was more like a um, 
let's get down to business kind of thing. But now it's a he's kind of showing his emotions. So um, it's kind of weird seeing him show his emotions sometimes because it's a side of him that I've never seen before. So it's kind of like I do the same thing because when I go on vacation, I kind of show my emotions a little bit more, kind of disconnected from what the normal reality is. So I, I kind of see it in a way. I kind of understand it. And now since he's not working and he could disconnect from that day-to-day life and just be himself, if you know what I mean. Um, but let's see. Let me try to see. I remember even when I was five or six years old, I wouldn't say more five than six, um, he was, he's a great, he likes to listen to music. Music was his passion when, when we were younger. He had, like I said, he had huge speakers in the house, um, two turntables, techniques. Um, he always went and bought equalizers and amplifiers and so forth so he could have a good sound system in the house. Um, I remember him building out of scratch. Um, a whole shelving so he could store his vinyl records, you know, and um, had some black lights underneath it. And I remember that day because it was, we have a picture, we're all shirtless and working on this this shelving so he could put his records in. Very organized. He put his, his salsa records on one side, his classical music on one side, his merengue records on another side, his um, bayonatos or slow music on another side. You know, it's very organized, and I think that's where I get my organizational skills from. So he did teach, without him saying it, he kind of taught me a lot of things because it made me be a little bit more organized as an adult, uh, taught me responsibility, taking care of stuff. Um, and you know uh, he was just great I remember one day (laughs) it was I want to say between October and December he calls the house and he says to me put your mother on the phone so I put my mother on the phone and I could hear my my mother's side of the conversation but I can't hear his side, but I could only imagine what he's saying. I guess he just needed a break. He goes, well, I'm at the airport. And she goes, no, you're not. No, yes, I am. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. And he goes, well, I'm going to go buy a ticket because I just want to go back. I need a couple of days off. So he took a couple of days off. He went to the Dominican Republic. We didn't see him until the following week. He took a week off and he came back. <laughs> My mom was upset, but hey, um, he told her he was at the airport. Um, that was very spontaneous of him. He never really did stuff like that. But, you know, it was a great thing. Um, I remember him, He was his clothes were always... He always wore the, his uniform to work and back from work. But when it came to the weekends, he um, he knew how to dress. He took care of himself. He was... He had a beard, but well-groomed, if you want to say. He was well taken care of. Always wanted to 
you know, take care of himself. Um, getting back, something I forgot about my grandfather. My grandfather was the same way. He always taught me. He from this to this day, I still remember one thing. He always said, uh, "Just what you, you, a toothpick. He was you clean your teeth or whatever it is. Then you break it in half and you can clean your fingernails. Make sure your fingernails are always clean and your teeth are always clean. That way, you know." Women always look at your fingernails, he taught me. Um, but getting back to my dad, um, you know, I admired him. He he did a lot, you know. He did a lot for 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 a lot of people, and he did a lot for us in the household, you know. And I thank him for that. He pushed me to prove people wrong. When people said, no, you can't do this, you can't do that, you know what? I'm just going to do it. And I'm going to prove to you that I can do it so you could have a better deception of people or accept people, you know. Um, This episode is going to be a little bit shorter. Um, So just remember, when people tell you that you can't do stuff, don't take the word as the final straw. You know, let yourself be the one that says you can't do that. Let you fail for yourself. Don't fail for somebody else. All right. And that's all I have to say. Have a great afternoon. Have a great evening. Adios.